Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Lisa Lanier is our official attorney of this program. She's available at lanierlawgroup.com. And she joins us every week at this time for Lawyer Up. Lisa, hello and how are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing well. Thank you. First story today, I've seen a lot of this on the news, and I'm real interested in it. There's a uh, case, it's tragic, in Louisville, Kentucky, where a woman has been shot and killed in her home. You may have seen this. Uh, her name is Brianna Taylor, and she was with her boyfriend. On, at night, they were asleep. It was like 2 a.m., and three plainclothes cops came in, busted in for a drug bust. They thought that her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, was dealing drugs, that he was a, like a go-between and a drug dealer. And so they went into the house. They say they announced their presence, police, police, and busted into the house. Now, the other two, they woke up. This guy, Kenneth Walker, he survived. He says they thought what they were being robbed. So Kenneth Walker grabbed his gun and fired into the dark. After that, the three police officers fired back and killed this woman. They shot her eight times. She was an EMT worker, and they found no drugs in the house. But he was arrested and charged with assault and attempted murder on an officer. So the whole thing comes down to did they do it properly and yell police, police, police during a raid? Or, as he said, nobody said a word and we thought we were being robbed. Lisa, what's going to happen in this case? Do you know much more about it? Yeah, well, I don't think they yelled. And the reason is the warrant that they had to search the home was a no-knock warrant, which by definition mm -hmm. is a surprise. You mm -hmm. don't announce. You just bust in. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that, that was the, the issue is that I think the problem is that the suspect that they were really after, number one, was already in custody. So this was just an evidentiary warrant, not to actually bust these people, but to find evidence against someone else. Mm -hmm. The guy they were trying to find the evidence on was already in custody. And the, the drug house that was involved in his transactions was nowhere near this. It was like 10 miles away. So the the issue, I think, is they probably shouldn't have had this type of warrant. These warrants are very controversial for this reason, because you have to really make sure you have the right person, and it and it often ends in violence when you, you know, when you're coming in, even if you have the right suspect, you're coming in and surprising a criminal mm -hmm. who is likely armed, yeah. and then you get a shootout and you know whatever. So it's it's definitely a, a dangerous endeavor for police officers to execute these no knock warrants. It's also dangerous like in this kind of situation where they just they were off i mean i think they had um they probably it was probably not appropriate to do that sort of intervention here with this lady who clearly had nothing to do with any of this it was her her house or her apartment mm -hmm. and i do think that they're the family has hired a, a nationally known civil rights attorney they've already filed suit and i think that the um, the city's going to have to compensate the family for it's that. It's really mm. unbelievably tragic. And even with a no-knock warrant, do you want to serve that at 2 in the morning? I mean, you're going to somebody's house while they're asleep. What are, what are they going to think? Of course. Yeah. You know, they think you're robbing them. Man, that's crazy. And one of the cops yeah. got shot, too. Is that right? Yes. One of them got hit. That's right. And uh, and so yeah. that's why, that's why really, they fired I mean, that, It should be reserved for just a really heinous criminal that you think you can't catch any other way and that you think is going to try to escape, but not a situation like this where... Mm. 
they're not even after either one of these people. They're actually after some other guy that's already in custody. Terrible mm. misjudgment, it seems like. This, this is the, the wrong time to ask, but if in a knock warrant, are you given your choice to knock? Mm. Styles of knocking? Can you, uh, you know. Is it like the... <laughs> You can ring the bell. That was always my favorite. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Please. I have a knock warrant. I've got a lot of guns out here. I want the battering ram warrant. The battering ram? That may be the no knock. Yeah. No knock. Yeah, that's the no knock. But then again, it does seem that. So what? So I've seen enough law and order to know they do knock on the, at least when I've seen it, they suit up in their bulletproof vest, they knock. And if nobody comes to the door, they'll knock it in. Is that a is that a knock warrant? Yeah, I mean, if they're announcing themselves, they yeah, announce themselves, uh, then they come on they're in. They're knocking. Yeah, I mean, and the key is, you know, have officers at the back of the house. So if somebody tries to escape, you yeah. got them. I it, mean, you know, that's that's right. Yeah, that's it. I hate this. This is a terrible story. I mean, it's really tragic. We have another story. This is more, I guess, lighthearted. A 40-year-old man, David Ostrom, he's from Kansas. And uh, Lisa has been good enough to dig up a picture of this man. He is fighting custody battle with his wife, Bridget Ostrom, who is now living in Des Moines, Iowa. They are divorcing, and they are divorced. And he wants his children. And he has, he's been so apparently frustrated by the battle back and forth that he's asked to have a Japanese sword battle. Whoever wins keeps the kids. It's a very Game of Thrones style. And he has asked if he could just possibly do that with some sort of sword. Would it be possible to settle it that way? Does that gonna, That's going to make him fare badly in court, don't you think, Lisa, when he asked for something like that? Yeah, this didn't go well for him. He actually he made that motion back in January. And he actually, he's representing himself. Mm-hmm. And so he filed a motion with the court, literally asking the judge to allow this battle mm. and and he sent a summons to his ex-wife Bridget and her attorney asking them you know to let this take place to meet him he offered that her attorney could substitute for her in the sword fight and he said in the summons that he would rend <laughs> rend their souls from their bodies mm, so, that's you right. know, he, he, <laughs> he was basically asking the court to allow him to kill her you know, with a sword. That's correct. And so it it didn't go very well for him. So he, uh, the, the judge responded with an order that he couldn't see his kids for a while and yeah. that he had to undergo a psychiatric evaluation. Yes. But yeah. recently, that was back in January, recently he passed the psych eval. They said he just had adjustment disorder, that he was just having a hard time with the divorce and the custody battle. But that other than that, he was sane. So mm-hmm. he's passed it. Does that mean he's going to get to he's see his kids? His- yeah. He'll get to see his kids again, yeah, and so the custody battle will go on, but Damn. he's not doing himself any favors with this crazy stuff. Well, I'd say it's not. Just, uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you run into stuff like that from time to time in your law firm, Lisa? Well, you know, pro se folks, um, I don't really run into it that often personally, but I, I've heard lots of stories from colleagues about when people like this try to represent themselves, it, it just typically doesn't go well. And this guy, especially in a family law situation like this where emotions are running so high it's it it often goes very south almost always it's the old saying you've got a fool for a client mm-hmm. right anybody who represents yeah. himself mm-hmm. hilton hotels speaking of kids here is trying to keep allegedly some money that fifth grade students from pinewood elementary school in florida raised they raised seventeen thousand dollars selling candy and washing cars for a field trip to washington dc it was a week-long trip and it was scheduled for march but long before coronavirus ever became a thing they had paid for their 30 hotel rooms for one week. The hotel was charging them a cancellation fee once they canceled. They, uh, the hotel charged them a cancellation fee of $20,612. 
They already had 17931 prepaid, so they said, now you owe us another 2800 and some dollars. And the school said, what do you mean? We're canceling. How can you charge us $20,000? The principal got involved last week, and Hilton refunded $7,000, but they're keeping 11000 saying this is a fair split. At that point, noted rapper Kodak Black got mm-hmm. involved. This is Kodak Black we're playing now. Kodak's attorney is working on this pro bono, trying to get the kids a refund. What is the deal there? Does Hilton have any kind of leverage to actually keep this money, Lisa, once they cancel their trip after a coronavirus hits? Yeah, you know, what a lot of people are finding is that the law is not really on the consumer's side. These hotels don't have to refund the money if their cancellation policy was no refund. They can abide by that. But most hotels and other travel entities, you know, airlines and stuff, are trying to work with people and either give money back or give people a credit to use at some future date. And Hilton actually says on their website that they... They're advertising that they're giving refunds now. But I think the situation here is probably a little more complicated. And the backstory is probably that these little Hilton Garden hotels, which this was, are usually franchised. Mm-hmm. And it's probably some kind of, you know, more mom and pop owner of this hotel. And in these terrible times, a lot of these businesses can't even afford to refund money like this, you know, because they're hemorrhaging money. Mm-hmm. And it may just be a situation, very tough situation where the hotel may not be able, they may not even have the cash to refund this at this point, you know, because they've tried to continue to do business and Mm. who knows. But I don't think that, you know, having this rapper's attorney involved is going to make any real difference. I mean, the hotel may, just because of all the bad publicity this has garnered, they may go ahead and refund the money, but they legally don't have to. Boy, here I was all on the side of the kids. I thought, how can you keep those kids Mm -hmm. money? But then you see that you hear the hotel, it's a mom and pop, they need the money. And their policy is not to give it back. My mm. first thought was what Lisa said is, do they even have the money to give back? Man. Yeah. My first thought was, why Kodak Black? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was really. <laughs> he, because apparently he grew up in that area. Ah, oh, correct. Is. All right. That's correct. The DC, yeah. mm-hmm, so they got him in, and uh, his attorney is uh, doing this you know, free of charge, trying to get their money It back. is misleading for the consumer, though, when you go to a hotel and it's got Hilton, Marriott, whatever written on the side of it. Mm-hmm. You think you're dealing with a... With the, with, the, with the with with head company with a corporate, yeah. not you don't you don't even consider that. I didn't know that till right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Could oh be. yeah, they oh, yeah. can be yeah. franchised like now. anything. Yeah. I had no idea. Most of the yeah. ones you stay in in smaller communities are franchised. No mm-hmm. kidding. That's interesting to me. I've learned something there. Then, they, speak. This is about coronavirus as well. A U.S. judge has ruled on Monday. Wanted to see if you were surprised by this, Lisa. That strip clubs cannot be blocked from obtaining emergency federal loans during the coronavirus pandemic, declaring. Invalid, a rule barring a big range of businesses from obtaining those loans. So this will go forward, I assume, but it's a big win for the strip club industry, isn't it? It is, yeah. A federal judge said that uh, these disfavored businesses can't be blocked from receiving these loans, and I think that's right. I mean, I I think if you're going to have a federal program, you can't, especially these were constitutional grounds because the strip clubs in particular have a uh, speech element about them that is often protected, and so you can't dispense the money in a way that violates the Constitution. Other businesses that are jumping on this, too, include like the payday loan companies or mm-hmm. the title loan companies. And some of those folks will be getting some funds, too, probably. We don't know yet if the government's going to appeal or the SBA will appeal. But 
I think it's the right thing. I think they should allow these businesses to get the money too. Exactly. Mm. If it's a legal business, mm-hmm. you know, and it has to be shut Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Yeah. We the people. <laughs> <laughs> In our affordable perfect union, put your hands together for Constitution. <laughs> that's what they should do. Absolutely. As soon as they come back, that's what the stripper's name should be. Well, a lot of them are doing, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the videos, a lot of them are doing drive through strip. <laughs> are, are they doing Strip that? shows in the parking lot. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they got the yeah, the dancers right on poles. Now they're 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 essentially wearing swimsuits, right? But it, still. like a tent, you go through a tent or something. I didn't see tent. Really? It, might be, it might be behind the building. <laughs> Kelly, that's perfect for you. You can go park in a parking spot and do like you do inside. Oh yeah, <laughs> just look, leer over, just leer. Lisa, I don't know if you heard how he said really, but it was like really <laughs> <laughs> in a parking lot. Really? Never paid for a lap dance in his life. You know, Lisa, I they these guys uh, you know kid me because but I feel like. This is the right financial move to make. What I do is sit next to somebody who's getting a lap dance and just look over. You know what I mean? I'm not mm. at the table. She is just attractive. Weird. Just you know? Side eye. All right? Just side yeah. eye. It's a literal side eye. Yeah. You just look. I got a crick in my neck one night. It was yeah. bad. Because one guy just kept getting them left and right. If you pay them, they'll rub it out. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> the crick. <laughs> I've heard yeah. that. I didn't know they actually did it. <laughs> well, you got to go to a, you gotta go in the You got to go to the champagne room. <laughs> For something like that, of course. Last story, Lisa. This is Lawyer Up. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, the widow of Kobe Bryant, has already sued the helicopter company uh, You know, for, of course, what she thought were unsafe practices when they took off there. And now she is suing some of the deputies that were on the scene for taking graphic pictures of the crash site and sharing them amongst themselves. And they're talking about and they, I don't believe they got out online or anything like that. They just sent pictures back and forth texting to their friends and their colleagues do you think she will wind up winning this lawsuit and maybe have some laws changed about this, Lisa? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think she will. Apparently, the Sheriff's Department has already admitted that these eight officers that were involved in this took these photos for private reasons, that there was no investigative purpose. That's what the Sheriff's Department said. Because they issued sort of a like a reprimand, I think, internally, and they required that they delete all the photos. But Vanessa Bryant is saying that these photos have already made it out because they, you know, they sent them out, like you said, to friends and whatever, mm-hmm. and that they've already made it out to the internet. Well, and she fears. Yeah. That's what she alleges. And yeah. she says that, you know, it's only a matter of time before her other daughters or she, you know, may stumble upon these <sighs> on the internet somewhere and be horrified, you know, at what she would see. So I do think she'll prevail. And you actually see these cases and they usually end up settling. Um, it, it happens a fair, a fair amount, you know, where people, either funeral home workers or police officers, come upon some gruesome scene and they take photos. There was a there was a funny case in North Carolina in the last year or two where a, a sheriff's deputy, uh, he came upon this dead body and he lifted up the hand like a thumbs up and posed with it. Oh and that got out and uh, the family got wind of it. And you know, that's kind of actionable and yeah. they, they ended up settling with him. Yeah, mm. you think to do something like that, to pose the hand in a thumbs up gesture. Morbid. And then do it. Yeah, it's morbid. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah plus, the thumbs are real yeah. hard to move. I hear. say. <laughs> with the rigor mortis, are they stiffen up. They really stiffen very up. quickly. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I terrible. imagine. Yeah, that is. Just... <laughs> <laughs> don't ask them. Some have accused Kristen of being a <laughs> serial killer. I don't know. Some say he's got bodies in his crawl space mm-hmm. right now. We're not saying anything. There you are, Lisa Lanier. She's weighed in yet again on several legal stories. If you need her, now you can go to LanierLawGroup.com. If you've got any kind of legal trouble or advice you can go there or hire a heavyweight.com always good to talk to you lisa thank you very much have a great weekend you too stay healthy there she goes lisa lanier our official attorney of this program